So if I know it is your boy T, it's the official welcome to my brand new podcast, Down to the T. It is your host with the most motherfucking MVP, living in the flesh right here before your very fucking eyes. Obviously, I'm T. A lot of you guys know that, but for all of you that don't really know who I am just as of yet, last week I officially released a prologue to Down to the T. And that was just to be more of an introduction, uh, just for those of you that don't really know me too well, just so you can get a better understanding of who I really am. But if you want to find out a lot more about me, though, feel free to jump onto any of my social media, like my Instagram, that's where I post a lot on, uh, my TikTok, Twitter, Facebook as well, but that's more of like a personal side thing. Um, but I'm going to look more into that later on down the track, though. But Instagram and TikTok will be a great starting point as well. You can see what I pretty much get up to on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, a little bit of antics and b-ball, some fucking uh, training and all that type of stuff as well. So if that's something that interests you as well, um, you know, and we can find some common ground within one another, feel free to jump on there, guys. Have a bit of a look. But this is what I'm going to be referring to a lot more, which is like my brand new podcast. And I'm going to be discussing a lot more about mental health. But anyway, before I go too far overboard with all of this stuff, I don't want to take this away because this is, man, you have no idea how fucking hyped I am to really get this off my chest, bro. I know I already released the prologue last week, but episode one, bro, something about that one, that uno numero, man, that is just some other shit to me, bro. Like, this is really the fucking beginning, and I don't think it's really hit up until this point now, and... Tonight is a special one because the key message that I'm going to be talking about tonight is about finding yourself and that mindset as well. And that pretty much goes hand in hand, bro, more than you think, you know. I'm sure there's a lot of you out there that have similar mindsets in that way or think the same. But this is for everyone else out there too that, you know, I might be able to open your minds to it a little bit more or, you know, just share some experiences how I dealt with a lot of things in my life, you know, maybe there's something that you can learn. If you want to communicate with me in the comment section and all that stuff, there's maybe something I can learn from you guys as well. But I want to use this platform for all of us to grow together, bro. Like, oh, I want to create a fucking positive community where we lift each other up, bro. And we just pretty much, we just grind, baby. We grind, we're fucking winning. And that's what I'm all about. Winning in life, but being happy overall, bro. But there's so much what led me to this point. And honestly, I can't fit it in a video, you know, just like this right now. It's going gonna, gonna to take fucking so long to fit in 27 years of my life into this shit. But I hope you guys are along for the journey. Because I want to be a part of your guys' journey too, you know. And if I can be the fucking one that sort of sparks that for you and really motivates you and inspires you to really fucking attack your goals in life and really strive for all this greatness that you want to fucking get to in your fucking life man i want to be that if i can just help one person in general that's what i want to fucking do and i will class this whole ordeal here as a fucking success bro for real but anyway, I'm going a little bit, you know, my my emotions are sort of taking over. So I need to take that step back and come with a little bit more logical, you know what I mean? 
Um, but yeah, anyway, episode number one, we're going to be covering finding yourself and that mindset. And I'm going to be breaking it up over a fair few points over this first episode. So point number one I'm going to be coming uh, or going to be <laughs> talking about really per se is about my family, all right? Growing up with my family, the bad habits and the insecurities that I adopted from my parents and obviously the violence that I've sort of been exposed to as a younger child and even leading up, you know, into my early adulthood as well. So that's the thing, you know, with finding yourself, especially with your family, bro, you're trying to see where you fit in as an individual within your little family, right? You're growing up, you don't really know too much and you you tend to look up to all your older siblings or your parents for one to see how you should conduct yourself in life, how you should carry yourself as a person. And I know that's a lot of shit to take on when you're just a fucking kid, bro. Because, I mean, the thing is, you're ignorant to so much shit <laughs> at that age, bro. It's like you're not even ready. Your mind isn't even fully developed yet to understand a lot of other shit that is going on in the fucking world. Like, it was back then, bro. Like, I'm a 90s kid, bro. Alright? So, I mean, what I'm talking about now may not make sense to, say, some fucking 15-year-old right now. But that it may. It may do. That's the thing, bro. Everyone learns and comes of age at different ages, if you know what I mean, bro. But pretty much, there's a fair few things that I've realized now, especially from this year, because I hit fucking rock bottom once again this year, and it led me to the point where I am now. Not like that, though. There was a whole process. There was a fucking process. It was a long time. There's a lot of shit that I had to deal with. But that come from identifying where the fuck I was going wrong in my life, identifying the insecurities that was obviously fucking me up as an individual, as a person, as a man, as a fucking partner. There was so much shit that I had to unpack this year, which led me to where I am now. And obviously the insecurities that I had was instilled from my parents, all right? The biggest insecurity that I've identified, and that was, I don't want to go too far ahead because it's going to be leading into my next point. One of the biggest insecurities actually fucked up, or fucked myself up in my relationship this year, alright? I'm not going to say I was the main one at fault. There was a lot of shit from my exercise as well. A lot of it come from there, but I want to be accountable for all of my actions, the shit that happened after the breakup which is pretty much falls into my ball court, all right? But still, there's a lot of underlying insecurities that I didn't, or that I wasn't aware of at that time. And up until maybe a couple of months ago, I found out what they were. And you know what? I dealt with that shit, all right? I had to stare that shit in the face and really pinpoint where the fuck this come from to try and deal with that shit first, all right? And ultimately, that unlocked my happiness as well. <laughs> but that's, once again, I don't want to go too much into the relationship side of things just yet because that's leading into my next point. But yeah, going back into... Now, when I was born, right? Well, pretty much when I was born, my parents separated. Alright, so my old lady, my old man, um, I can't remember the exact dates of it, but pretty much, you know, when I was born, I come along, 
my parents moved over to Australia, or my old lady come here first, my old man followed along, uh, later on down the track, they rekindled whatever they had back in fucking NZ, and, you know, they thought they could try again, he thought it was a changed man, but, you know what, some shit just never fucking changes, alright, <laughs> for real, so, one of the fucking biggest things was, my biggest insecurity that I didn't realise that stemmed from that was abandonment. Which ultimately led to being scared of people walking away in my life. Alright? Now, there was cases when growing up, my old man wasn't always around. We lived in separate places. He used to come around on some weekends and that. A lot of the times, he didn't come. But the thing with me, though, I thought that my old lady was trying to keep me away from my my old man, because I was at that young age, and I didn't fully understand the situation, you know, one, because you're a kid, you'll never fucking get that shit, alright, there's some things that you will never understand at that age, alright, until I was around about 16 years old, when I eventually found out, I guess, the real fucking truth behind it all, alright, so, pretty much, the bad habits and the insecurities that led from that, was just abandonment, being scared that somebody else is going to walk out of my life. And yes, many people have walked up out of my life. That's actually one of the reasons what led me to being here in Perth. Multiple times, someone very close to me that I actually really loved, you know, walked up out of my life a fair few times, you know, and I let that shit reoccur. But it come to one point where I was like, you know what? I just need to get up and leave this fucking place. A lot of bad things happened back in Brisbane, and it was a lot of relationships, business relationships, and all that ended, and you know, I was like, fuck, Brisbane may not be the place for me right now, I think I need to just get up and clear my fucking head, alright, just to reset as a person, bro, so much shit with it, alright, and that pretty much led me into fucking my relationship over here in Perth, alright, so this is my next point, relationships. Now, I'm no fucking genius, I'm no counselor with this type of stuff, but you know what, the biggest experience I've had is because I've been through this shit, <laughs> I've lived this for fucking 27 years of my life, bro, you know, this is the realest fucking shit that I could ever spit to you, this is me being raw right now in the flesh, and I want to use this, I don't want to, when I'm saying this, I'm not coming across in a, a negative way, I don't want you guys to um, see it portrayed in that light. I'm coming from this background of all these fucked up experiences, some good, some bad as well. There's a learning curve in every situation. There's a positive to every uh, every negative situation as well. And I want to use this to maybe help you guys unlock something within yourself, you know? Because I'm going through this shit, maybe you might be going through something similar and you haven't picked up on it yet. When I was in a relationship, I ignored so many red flags that... I wouldn't stand by fucking couple of years ago. But it got to the point in my life where, you know, I thought everything was going good. I just moved over from um, from Brisbane all the way to Perth. I was like, you know, life is fucking great, bro. Life is good. A new environment, new scenario. I've got family over here. It's a, I'm pretty much living in paradise, bro. I'm like two minutes away from the beach. You know, everything was kicking good. I was just cruising along, prodding along, enjoying life again, you know, feeling myself again. Then I got into a relationship with someone 
um, that I believe that I was genuine friends with before we even got together. And this shit took me by surprise. I went through counselling this year though, and one of the things that we identified from that was the abandonment, is what I was talking about in the previous point. But I had to identify where that truly come from, which was my old man. And when I got into this relationship, the biggest thing I was fucking scared of was her walking up out of my life. And you know what? It got to the point in my relationship where I fucking held on for dear life, bro. I put, I eventually fell so fucking deep in love. I put all my love into that. You know, the crazy thing is, is when I was in that relationship, I think it was for the wrong reasons. For one, because I wasn't even happy with who the fuck I was as a person. I was happy in love, but I wasn't happy with myself, bro. And that's some real shit. I don't even know if you want to just sit back and let that sink in for a little bit. Because that might be in your situation too. You might be happy in love. You might not be fucking happy with yourself. With who you are as a person, bro. Because you know what? I did everything for her. But it got to the point where I couldn't do a fucking thing for myself. There's an old saying, bro. There's an old saying from Tupac. You know, it's what his mama said to him, bro. If you can't find anything to live for, you better find someone to die for. And I think I took that shit literally, bro. Because Tupac spoke to me, bro. Like, I'm a fucking huge Pac fan. And I even got a tattoo on my arm right there, bro. I'm, look at that. That's real. <laughs> you know? I think I took that shit literally. But I don't know where it got to later on down the track where I lost a lot of love for myself. I didn't think anyone could love me. So when I got into a relationship, I was like, shit, this is fucking great. This is everything that I need in life, bro. I was like, I can't go wrong with this shit. You know what? I'm going to make sure I do everything fucking possible to keep her. One, which I'm going to refer back to my family, is because my old man was abusive and and physically abusive um, in the relationship with my old lady. And the biggest thing growing up is I swore to myself, I would never end up like my old man ever in this life. I would never fucking get upset, get angry with the person that I swear to love. I would never raise my motherfucking hand to the woman that I say that I love, bro. And (laughs) that shit is crazy. That's another insecurity because... You try so hard not to be something, then all of a sudden, when shit goes bad, I don't know where the fucking to look at. Shit goes very fucking pear-shaped. And I swear that I've done everything right, bro. I don't know where the fuck else to look. But, you know, that's when it comes back to me again, stripping myself down internally as a fucking man, as a human being, and I'm just trying to see... Where the fuck I went wrong? But you know the biggest thing is? There's a lot of things that I didn't do wrong. I'm not saying I'm fucking innocent. 
but there's a lot of things from both sides. But you just need to remember why you're in a relationship for. I was in the relationship for the fact that, one, I felt like I was, we were genuine friends to begin with. And then it got to the point where we started dating. I really liked it. And you know what? Before I knew it, this was like a month or a couple months in, I fell so fucking deep in love, bro. And I fell fucking hard. I'm that dude that wears my heart on my sleeve, bro. And that's just some real shit. And you know what? My insecurities fucked me up as soon as I fell in love because then I went hard, bro. I went hard and I tried so hard to make sure that I would never lose that in my life. And because of those insecurities, I think it pushed it further away from me. And it fucked everything up. There was a lot of other shit that happened. I'm not saying I'm the one at fault. There's a lot of other shit. But I'm going to be accountable for me. And that's where this biggest shit comes from. Alright? Your mindset, how you look at it. And taking accountability for your motherfucking actions, bro. Like, there's a lot of people that just want to point the finger and blame others. And after the breakup, you know what? That was a lot of me, alright? That was 110% me. Alright? What was blaming her for fucking everything? <laughs> for certain things. There was things that I should have dealt with a lot better. And that's my emotions, alright? I let my emotions take control. My insecurities kicked in and ultimately fucked me up. To the point where I was drinking myself black for a month and a half straight. You know, I didn't give a fuck what happened to me because I didn't even care who the fuck it was. I loved her so much. I loved her more than me. When she got rid of me, the fuck else was there? <laughs> I didn't even love myself at that time. So that was the hardest thing that I had to go through at the beginning of this year. You know, and going through all these dark days eventually led me to finding myself. I ain't going to say it was fucking easy, because it wasn't. This shit was no walking apart. I was pretty much gone, bro. Month and a half straight, drinking myself fucking black every night, going to work, bawling my fucking eyes out, crying every single day, just to go home and drink that shit all away. Did it work in the long run? Hell no. That shit did not fucking work. It'll never work. And if you're going down that path, I advise you, and I really strongly advise you to try and seek help. Call up a friend, call up a family member, you know, call some helplines. Look at the step of going into counselling, because that's exactly what I did. But the biggest thing that helped the most was time, alright? Time was the biggest thing that helped. And I know it's like a cliche thing, and sometimes... When people say it to you, you don't want to hear that shit. You know, all you think about is the present right now. You're like, I'm not, I'm not worried about what the fuck is going to happen in a day from now, in a week from now, in a year from now. All I know is that my world is flipped upside down and I'm in a world of fucking hurt. And I can't see fucking 10 feet ahead of me. You know what I mean? It's a lot of darkness that clouds your whole judgment on everything. And you're just full of emotions. And that's something that you have to try and step back from. Alright? But I get it. This shit is hard. Believe me, bro. I'd be a hypocrite if I said that I didn't go through that shit. I'd be a hypocrite if I said that 
yeah, I dealt with my emotions. I stepped away, I stepped back from that shit like that, G. I fucking didn't, bro. But you know what? Time got me there in the end. And now, this has led me to where I am now. And identifying these fucking insecurities from that relationship. The breakup, let's say, happened about the beginning of February. Alright, beginning of February, that's when we broke up. You know, the hardest thing then was trying to accept it. Going through that shit, at that time, I swear I was saying this is the worst fucking year I've had in my life. And that was pretty much the narrative for months on end afterwards. The first few, like, the first few months into this year, I was like, this is the worst fucking year of my life. This is the worst year of my fucking life. This is the worst year of my fucking life. What else do I have? I ain't got nothing. I am nothing. <laughs> I went from one place into another. Where the fuck am I now, bro? I was like, I just moved away for a similar, and I'm not going to say similar, from like a another bad experience back in Queensland. I'm like, you know what? I went from one place for a fresh start, and I got fucking burnt. I got burnt hard. But where I'm sitting right now, I'm in this positive mindset now that this was meant to happen and this was the best fucking year of my life. One, because it allowed me to fucking stare death in the face, identify all my fucked up insecurities and bad habits and deal with this shit by taking full accountability of all of my fucking actions. It's crazy shit. And believe me, unless you've been there and where you and if you're at this point of your life now, you will truly understand that shit. But that's the thing, everyone wants to point the fucking finger. Everyone wants wants to look elsewhere except for from within. It's crazy shit, bro. But man, I urge you just take some time. If you're in a situation where you feel like things are off. You really need to question that shit early on before you fall too deep into it. You know, and I'm not talking about just the normal arguments, you know. Because not every relationship is fucking, you know, glamorous, bro. It ain't always like fucking fairy tales, you know. That shit is, is fucking false, bro. Straight. I just want to take a quick sip of the Scotch whiskey some good shit but yeah for real you need to identify your insecurities once you deal with that you gotta look within deal with that shit because this is gonna unlock your positive mindset with how you look at a lot of things from a different point of view and finding yourself all over again which is the gateway to fucking happiness in life and that's where I'm at so remember, once again, I'm no expert on relationships, but I'm experienced because I've been through this shit before. You know what I mean? So if anyone else wants to chime into this, feel free to jump into the comments very, like you know, below this video. I'd love to hear what your guys' experience are or have been in life, how you dealt with a very bad breakup, if you've dealt with your insecurities in life, bad habits, how you dealt with it, 
and pretty much your mindset, your outlook on the whole situation. I'd love to, you know, engage with all the audience and get some feedback of what you guys went through as well. All right. Um, Leading into the third point, finding yourself within your occupation. Now, I've been through many different industries over my whole life. So I started off like when I was 15, school told me I should leave. Uh, It'd be better if I started work early. So I'm like, oh shit, already in life, I'm like, fuck, I'm a failure at school. I don't know how I'm going to go out in the working force. But you know what? I took work very seriously. You know, I was in the point where I was like, fuck it, all right, I think I'm going to be better off working. And it got to the point early on where I felt like I had the sense of freedom. I was like, fuck, I'm actually more happy here, you know. I'm happy because it feels like I had the freedom to go out and do whatever I want, you know. Still, I have to work, but I have this freedom on the outside too, you know. Um, so my very first job actually was KFC. I worked there for about a month before I was like, man, this is the shittest job I've ever fucking worked at. And I quit. I went and quit, bro. And I didn't know what I was going to do next. I wanted to really get into EV games because I loved um, gaming. I grew up on gaming. You know, like my first console was like a Nintendo 64. Uh, my older brother had like, you know, uh, Super Nintendo and all that type of stuff. Sega, Genesis and all that. So, you know, that was the type of shit that I grew up on. You know what I mean? Um, but I didn't actually end up getting into that at all. My very first job or official first job that I stuck at for a while, uh, was furniture removalist, which is very stereotypical for a fucking, you know, for a Cook Islander or a Kiwi or Islander in general. You know, that's like <laughs> the type of job or the most common job of my demographic that there fucking really is, you know. It's like either that, scaffolding, or fucking, you know, I can't even think of anything else at the moment, you know, forklift operating, you know, shit like that. And finding myself as a 15-year-old, I was like, it was pretty cool. Not really having your old man around it as much, but there was a lot of older boys that I looked up to, you know, that was almost that I class as family, you know, to this day. Um, You you know, they took me under their wing, showed me a lot more about life and the real world, uh, how to conduct myself as a person, you know, in in the workforce. And I learned a lot of skills over the years as well, especially communication, because uh, I, as a furniture removalist, you go around to different people's houses, so you're calling people up on the phone, uh, you're having face-to-face conversations, so, and you're trying to be as genuine and as positive and happy-go-lucky in the same sense as well, you know, just to try and act professional, even though that we're just furniture removalists, so that's pretty much my start-off. And then about a year after that, I didn't really see myself doing it. You know, I didn't find that that was who I was. And then all of a sudden, I got offered a, a position into our warehouse as well. So I started off as a, what was it? I was unloading containers, so just gritty work again. Unloading 40-foot containers of furniture. I'd done that for about a year. Moved up into pick and packing. So I started doing that for about two years, eventually moved up into dispatch, smashed that out for a couple of years, forklift operating, loading up trucks, um, helping customers, you know, pick up items and all that type of thing, loading them into their cars and, you know, all that type of shit. So there was, that was me trying to find myself in, I guess, 
fucking occupation of life, you know? I was trying to find out what was for me in life. I spent eight years in furniture, and honestly, it did teach me a lot. The biggest thing it taught me, though, was I did not want to spend the rest of my fucking life doing that job. And that led to another point in my life where I hit rock bottom because I was broke. I was living paycheck to paycheck. I wasn't happy with what I was doing. I woke up every morning feeling numb. That I wasn't fucking happy with this, what I'm doing. The stress, the, all the pressure, the, everything else that I was taking home from the job. And I don't know why, bro. Because I think I was so young, even then. You know, I'm only 27 now. But back then, I was still very young. It's all I really knew. So I didn't think I had an out for it. I thought that was me. I was in a vicious cycle. I was fucking stuck. I don't think there was any other job out there for me. And there was a lot of other things that happened that occurred. I lost my sister pretty early on as well. So, And that was when I was already going through a rough time at work too. So I had to take a bit of a break. And man, that shit hits hard, bro. It hits fucking different, believe me. And it got to the point in my life where I just didn't know how to fucking deal with everything that was going on inside here. You know, with that mindset. Because back then, I was a very negative person. You know, I thought, I was like, fuck, this is just shit. Everything is shit. That was like my general mindset with everything. I was like, ain't nothing fucking good. You know, ain't nothing to be happy about. I'm doing the same shit. I live paycheck to paycheck. I got stresses from, you know, financial fucking stresses. I got fucking stresses from work that I'm taking home on board, you know, I don't know why, looking back at it now, I don't know fucking why, but it taught me though, that I did not want to be a part of that fucking shit, but that led me to taking on a side hobby on how to deal with all these emotions inside, because back then, I wasn't a communicator, I wasn't able to communicate with my family really, or my friends to tell them how I really felt, Because I was surrounded by a lot of men back then, especially for my family, that didn't talk. They just kept shit inside, and they always looked fucking tough. I was like, man, they go through some like difficult shit in life, and I never seen them crack. I didn't fucking know how they done it, but I realized it wasn't them being tough. They couldn't communicate, and they were breaking down at fucking so many points of their life. I was like, holy shit. But that's the thing, they never seeked help. And now they're in a really bad position in life that, you know, shit that I wish could change. Especially with my brother, for one. I grew up idolizing him, and now he's the man that I don't even know who the fuck he is anymore. But that's because he went through a lot of bad shit. He got some, he got dealt some bad cards in life, bro. Especially from his relationships, but you know, you can only play the cards that you're dealt. I feel if he was able to communicate and deal with his emotions appropriately, I feel like he'd be in a different position today. You know, I love him, but, you know, there's some real shit. The shit that you can't do. You can't help someone that doesn't want to be helped. And that was me at the beginning of the year. I don't want to fucking help myself. To be absolutely fucking raw and real, I actually wanted to fucking die, bro. You know? Now, I'm at a point where it's like, 
I don't want to die. I'm not afraid to die, but I don't want to die because I'm in a different phase of my life. And I appreciate all this dark shit that I went through to where I'm at now. And without going through any of that shit, I don't think I'd be at this position in life right now. So, and every and everyone else that I've gone through in life with, taking things on, seeing people not communicate properly. And I was like, shit, that's not good for them. I'll see where they are at life now. I was like, you know what? This is a learning curve. This is a lesson and I'm going to fucking learn it right now. So when I was going through that shit, I ended up reaching out. I went out on Facebook and I said, I don't know who's listening, but I need help, bro. It's the first time I spoke out. I said, I just need help. Bang, before I knew it, bro, the, the love, the support was immediately there. But sometimes you don't recognize that shit, bro. Sometimes you don't recognize it at all. But it is there, though. It's because so much darkness just clouds our minds that we think that we are alone. That we are fucking lonely. Which isn't the case. Everyone has their own shit going on. Everyone is responsible for themselves. It doesn't mean that no one else is out there for you, though. There's always someone that you can turn to fucking believe me on this so if you're at this point of your life right now where you feel that you're all alone you're lonely i'm fucking begging you bro just try what i did reach out on social media this is what this shit is built up on we put shit out into the world so people can see it let's use this in a positive way i mean what's the worst that's gonna fucking happen bro if you're in this point of your life where you don't give a fuck anymore What's the harm in trying, bro? You know? Just start off with that. That's the icebreaker. Believe me. I was one never to talk. Try that shit for real. Try that out. And then tell me that it doesn't fucking work. That people are there. Alright? And I'm not saying that's going to be the fucking answer to all your problems. But it's the gateway. And it's the starting point that you can work from, that you can grow from. It's not it's not an easy fucking task, believe me. And if you're in that position, you already fucking know that. You know? I'm not going to sell ice to a fucking, um, what do you call it? Igloo man. <laughs> I can't even think of the actual fucking terminology. I've just butchered that, but you know what? <laughs> I can't even... <laughs> I'm going to be fucking <laughs> staying up all night trying to fucking think of the correct terminology for that. <laughs> I'm not going to sell ice to an igloo man, alright? <laughs> I'm just going to take a sip quickly, alright? Quick little intermission, bro. Holy shit. But yeah, you already know what it's like to go through. But use this as a tool, alright? Use social media as a tool to better yourself in whatever fucking aspect of your life. Try that though. Please, try that. Um, but the next thing that helped me out was actually picking up a hobby and going into something that, you know, I've loved over the years, especially growing up, um, which was boxing. You know, I used boxing as a platform 
back in Queensland, and I stepped into the gym three weeks after my sister passed away, and I was like, fuck, I've got all these emotions inside, and I do not know how to handle it, I was like, I just got to the breaking point where I just want to, you know, it was just, I couldn't talk about it, I just needed to beat the shit out of it, you know, I needed something to punch, just to unleash all the feelings that I had inside, so that's what I started to use, I used boxing as an outlet, I rocked up to classes, didn't really talk to anyone, I just wanted to hit the bag bro, just to feel numb at the end of the day, that started to be my cycle, I got, I woke up every morning being numb, being numb, going to work, feeling fucking dead already, but you know what made it worth it, just to get to the end of the day, when I rocked up to the gym to punch the bag. At that time, I was already drinking alcohol. You know, I was overweight at that time. I've gone through the same shit again. I'm actually trying to cut back on a lot of things, back into my fitness now. Um, starting to create better relationships with everything. But yeah, I was overweight back then. I was drinking a lot, using that as an outlet to the source of my problems, you know. And obviously, it doesn't work. It doesn't fucking work. I know that. Everyone knows it at the point. But you can't help this shit though. Because everything's just clouds your whole judgment. Um, so yeah, it was it was good to begin with. And then when I started doing it more consistently, it changed something in my head. I was like, fuck. It started making me feel alive again. You know, it, it felt like there was more in life for me. You know, when I started to deal with shit, the physical, um, the physical side of it helped me a lot in a lot of ways. And then eventually, that's when it led to me talking out, speaking out to social media. And it was one of the biggest things for me because it unlocked something deep inside where I was like, fuck, yeah, I'm a man. And I just spoke out. Excuse me. I spoke out. And I was like, holy shit. I'm going to get shot for this. Because one of the biggest stigmas... (laughs) That I don't know where the fuck it started from. Was that... You're weak if you speak. And I don't know where this narrative was fucking created. I don't know, somewhere down the line, it sparked up. But it's like, you ain't a man if you want to come out and talk about your emotions. Ain't nobody trying to hear that shit. But you know, it's a stigma, bro. I done that shit. I didn't even get knocked once for it. People coming, the fucking love, the support that showered in from that was amazing. It was fucking amazing, bro. If anything, it was empowering more than anything else. And this stigma is still around today. We need to be better as people to continue to knock this fucking stigma down. And I'm not just talking about men in general. I'm talking about the ladies out here too. Bro, I love the women. That's the thing. My mom, my sister, they're some of the the strongest women that I know in my life. And that's where I learned a lot to be a man was from a lady. And that's why... 
it doesn't matter if you're a man or a lady, speak out. If you need help, talk to someone. Whether it be a friend, a family member, a professional, there's always support out there for you. But man, just you need to find out what works best for you. But I advise you to try every avenue possible. Don't just say that it don't work. Because that's just making excuses. And you're being ignorant to the fact of not even trying to put yourself out there to begin with. I know it's hard. But honestly, try it. I believe you. But yeah, so once going through boxing and all that type of stuff, it actually helped me a lot. And it sparked something in me where I was like, fuck, you know what? I'm actually really enjoying this. And the people that were boxing alongside me were very positive. You know, we, I met people from different walks of life, you know, CEOs to fucking business owners to, you know, other factory workers to professionals in, in sports and all that. You know, just builders are fucking... Bro, it's limitless. The people that go into a boxing gym, oh, fuck, I was even with police officers and all that <laughs> imagine that so many people from different walks of life going into a fucking boxing gym and punching each other in the head that's crazy shit but you know what it's good because we're all fucking one the thing is you strip the ego back and you are all equal in that fucking gym bro you all in there for the same reason alright you all in there to better yourself Somehow, some way. Believe me. If you ain't, you wouldn't even fucking step foot in there in the first place. But it's how you got there, though. That's the biggest thing. And if you in there, I fucking support that shit. I honestly, if you are currently in your fitness journey and you're bored of just standard gym and that stuff and you want to try and spice things up, I recommend you step foot into a boxing gym. It's not always how they make it out to seem. You know, they're not. All, we're not all stuck up fucking people, you know, have big egos and, you know, just macho man type shit and just want to throw fucking hands, bro. It is actually a very family-oriented uh, community that you end up becoming a part of, you know. You meet so many different people from different walks of life that you wouldn't anywhere else, bro. And you, you're all even, that's the thing. You're all equal as people, as human beings. You're not judged for nothing. But obviously, it does depend on the culture of the gym itself. So I suggest you do your research about it. Check out some uh, feedbacks from your local gym. If it's looking good, then nine times out of ten, you're pretty safe in that regard. But if you want to look at changing up your training regime and all that too, I suggest jumping into a boxing gym, all right? Try it out. Don't knock it till you try it. That's the thing. You always want to ride it off before you even fucking step foot. Try it out. But yeah, that eventually led to the next phase of my life. So I had my massive downfall earlier on after my furniture career. And I was like, fuck. I just want to take a step back. I ended up just taking some stress leave. Actually, I just didn't turn up to work one week. One day, it's just like, fuck it. I'm laying in bed, crippled. I felt paralyzed, you know, I was just like, nah, I ain't going to work, I can't do this shit no more, next day rolled around, I'm like, same thing, I was like, fuck, I can't do this shit no more, bro, I can't do it, third day, same thing, end of the week, I'm getting phone calls, boss is like, hey, where are you at, bro, 
are you okay? You know, I just want to check to make sure. And then one of my other mates messaged me up. He's like, are you doing all good? I was like, no, I'm not. I'm actually in a very bad place. And then that's when they're like, oh, fuck, hope you're good. And then went back into work the following week, explained what was going on. He advised me to take some stress leave. And that's what I did. I took two weeks stress leave. I was talking to my sister probably the week before. And she's like, why don't you just come over to Perth for a little bit? She's like, why don't you come to Perth? Uh, we'll pay for your tickets to come over for two weeks. I was like, cool, uh, I'm going to do that. And this was back in 2018, mind you, right? So we're going back a little bit, about four years. 2018, on a plane, come over here. About the first week into, I guess, my time away from Queensland, I'm in Perth. I was cruising down a street with my brother-in-law. And he's, I was like, fuck yeah, we're cruising down like the main stretch, beaches on the other side, we've just been cruising up around the coastline, and I was like, bro, can I tell you something? He's like, yeah, what's up? I was like, bro, I don't want to go back. He was like, don't, bro. He's like, I got you right here. He's like, we're going to fucking change your life around. We're going to let you all... We're going to put you in a position to do the things that you want to do in your life. And I was like, bet. He's like, first, I just want you to do whatever the fuck you want for a month. I was like, cool. I've done that. Month rolled around. And I was like, fuck. I was just scrolling through Facebook one day. And you know how you get advertisements and all that stuff pop up. And you're just like, alright. I was scrolling through. Bang. Australian Institute of Fitness. I was like, damn. I was like, that's what I want to do. Because I thought back to when I was boxing and all that. I was like, man, this is when I was happy, bro. They helped me so much. Where I, you know, to to the point in my life where I was like, fuck. I actually feel alive again. I wanted to be a part of that. I wanted to be on the other side to help people better themselves. Because knowing that feeling deep down of being nothing, bro fucking hating yourself I'm like bro I don't want anyone else in their life to fucking feel like that and I know how much they've done for me in the gym the support the community I was like that is something I want to be a part of and I want to give back in that in that context that shit is real I just wanted to give back bro so I went through I smashed my whole course and that. And there's a lot that happened in between, but I'm going to put it into another episode later on down the track. And this has led to me finding myself again, but in an occupation or occupational context in your career. I ended up becoming a PT, a boxing trainer, went back to Brisbane, become a boxing trainer over there. And done that for a few years up until COVID. And then COVID just ruined everything, you know? Shut down gyms and everything. So you're back to square one again, all right? But there was a lot of good things that that I found being in that, um, I guess, in that situation. And that was like, I felt comfortable with who I was. I was able to find myself all over again and find an industry that I belong in. But now I'm in a completely different 
industry altogether now, fast forward to 2022, there's a lot in between, and I will go back and fill in the gaps later on, but you know, but without going too far off track, because I'm talking about finding yourself, you know, in your family, in your relationship, in an occupational context, you know, you just got to find yourself what's comfortable with you, what resonates with you, and what makes you fucking truly happy in life. And having that positive mindset, taking accountability for your actions, is going to be a gateway to finding that for yourself. Pretty much the final point I'm going to go through is just your mindset. It's only going to be quick, because your mindset is ultimately the biggest key to happiness, alright? As I was saying years ago, I looked at everything fucking negatively. You could say something nice, and I could find a negative way to fucking look at it. I could come back with a negative response. Whereas now, somebody says something negative, and I come back with a positive response. See, mindset is a crazy thing, bro. But so is the people that you keep around you, bro. And the environment that you keep. Eventually, you know the old saying... You become a product of your environment. So if you surround yourself with negative people, that shit is going to rub off onto you. But if you can get to the point in your life where you have a positive mindset and you know damn well that no one else can break that shit from you, no matter what negative shit is around, you can be in full control of you and your mindset and your emotions and all of that fucking shit, bro. Alright? Mindset... It's so fucking huge and it goes hand in hand with finding yourself. But it all starts with you deep down. That's pretty much all I'm going to leave it at today. I know there's a lot that we're going to dissect from it. I wasn't expecting it to go this long. But I was just feeling it, man. There's so much shit deep inside and I was really fucking amped to get this off of my chest, bro. I'm so fucking stoked with it. And honestly, guys... I'm using all my life experiences here in a positive way to try and help at least one of you guys. That's my goal. If I can help at least one of you, unlock your full potential, unlock your happiness, you know, finding the gateway to yourself, to your true happy fucking self and having a positive mindset, then man, I'm going to class this as a success. That's all I want to do, bro. I want to give back in life. That's what I want to do. I don't want anyone to be down to the point to where I was earlier this year. I just want to give back, bro. I want to give back. Better ourselves. I want to create this awesome community. I know I've got a little bit of a following on like Instagram and all that at the moment. But this is... I want to target everyone else in the world, bro. Social media is a powerful fucking tool. And I've got to say, I've been ignorant for years by sleeping on a lot of different social media apps. And I feel like I've developed a voice over time and I was not even using it. You know, this is a strength. Why the fuck are we not using it? Especially in a positive way. But man, in final, I just want to say thank you guys so much. I appreciate the love, the support the awesome people that are in my life and the awesome people that are soon to join my community, bro. 
And I do welcome everyone to come through. It doesn't have to be if you're going through some shit. It's not always going to be about this. I want to uplift people though if they're down to that point. And I want us to stay up, bro. I want us to stay positive. Stay healthy. Stay happy, bro. That's the shit that I want. But man, for real, if you know someone close to you that you think that this podcast may resonate with, I want you to share this with them right now. Share my social media with them. Be like, man, I see this guy. You know, I feel like you may have a bit of common ground with this person. All right? I feel you might get something out of watching some of his content. Send this to them, guys. If that someone is you, man, click that subscribe button. Man, follow me, bro. And together, you know, we're going to create an awesome community, a positive community. And we're going to uplift each other. And we're going to share our fucking winnings, bro. We're going to, you know, we're going to cheer each other on. We're just going to fucking be happy in life, bro. Because, man, if I win, I want all of us to win as a whole. My whole fucking team winning, baby. And that's where I'm at in life. So remember, if you do know someone close to you that is going through a rough time, reach out to them too, guys. Let them know you're here if you need, if, if they need you, you know what I mean? But also, share this channel with them. Share this, this first episode with them, guys. Because you never know. It may not resonate with you, but it may resonate with someone else. Alright? And also, if you have any questions for me, guys, please leave a comment below. And I'll answer them in the next episode. And I'll reply to a lot of DMs and comments when I possibly can as well. Uh, but there's a quick question that I want to ask you guys directly. And that is, what is something that helped you find yourself in life? You know, what was something that you done personally, all right? It's different for me because everyone is different. What's something that helped you find yourself in life? What worked for you? What didn't work, all right? That's my question to you. Just let that sink in for a little bit and put the answer, oh, sorry, and answer that into the comments below. I'd really love to hear that, guys. But anyway, once again, guys, Thank you so much. I hope you guys have a fucking killer week. I know we're at the middle of the week tomorrow. If you started, if, if it was a bad start to the week, you know what? There's still a second half to this week to go. We can turn that shit around. I know we can, bro. But anyway, have a blessed night. It is your boy T. And this is episode one of Down to the T. Until the next episode, guys. One love and I will catch you up. And let's go with your boy too.